Good or bad, change is inevitable. Most people need some sort of guidebook to navigate the changes for personal growth. Welcome to A New You with Liz Tupling. Now there's a show that helps you through your personal transformation by providing answers, anecdotes, and tips that work. Now, here's your host, Liz Tupling. listening to a new you with myself, Liz Tupling. So grateful that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. And in this very first episode of a new you, I invite you to be part of an experience that I know will contribute to whatever it is you've been going through, whatever it is you've contemplated changing, or simply just trying to keep up and cope with. Regardless of where you are in the spectrum of change, the space is being held for you in a new you. So through some pretty raw conversations and exchanges, we can create roadmaps to where you want to go next and who you'll be along the way. Let me just take a minute here, if I can, to share some background on the creation of a new you. I've been a private practice clinical psychotherapist for over a decade now. And throughout that time, I've seen a thread or a common denominator, if you will, that weaves throughout people's lives when they're feeling overwhelmed or exhausted or confused, and we can usually trace these emotional struggles back to a time when that person was confronted with unexpected changes, good or bad, or even the need to change, and immediately their world was tipped upside down. And I know that many of you listening right now can relate to that, world being tipped upside down, reality being turned over and turned over. So you know when you're in that space that the status quo that you held on to no longer is the glue of your life, your days, that the predictability that you had relied on is suddenly thrown out the window and everything that was familiar to you is gone. And in the uncertainty of all of this, I've noticed that people will start to feel like there's some weird universal conspiracy happening and they start to ask questions like, why me? What's the point of all of this? Who will I be when this is done? Will this ever be done? And why does this have to be so, so, so painful? So when I started taking a closer look at all of this, and I really started to examine myself, when I've been confronted with change, one thing in particular jumped out and struck me. We as humans, in times of stress, will always default to what we know. We go to the standbys. So the standby, what does that include? Retreating to our defenses, our coping strategies, and everything that we thought had been working for us. But what if all the stuff that we thought was keeping us from falling apart and rolling up into a ball in the corner was actually a bunch of smoke and mirrors? And what if all the standard ops that were actually behind and maybe even underneath the need for change was actually the creation for the change? What about that? So the stuff of our creation that could no longer be maintained and that eventually that that caused the implosion that we're calling change, let's think about that for a second. Imagine yourself in the midst of a massive turmoil and things are moving quickly, but you're not, you don't know you're in the dark and you don't know how to navigate it. That's the implosion, but there's something underneath all of it. There's a message. There's an awareness that's waiting for you. 
So what if, what if, folks, we've actually sat and played in the same sandbox of crap for so long that the universe is kind of fed up with us, that it's really, really ready to kind of, as we call it, shit-can us and push us way outside a comfort zone that we'd rather hide in. So these questions, big questions, right around the time that I was muddling my way through a lot of them, I was introduced through a respected colleague and friend, Dr. Sarah Brodsky. You can find her at drsarahbrodsky, B-R-O-T-S-K-Y.com. Dr. Sarah Brodsky is all one word. And Dr. Sarah introduced me to the concept of conscious living and what it means to operate from a space of consciousness. While I had fancied myself being a pretty evolved person, all of that was about to go out the window as I anticipated my son leaving for college. I had gone through some pretty awful and tragic and life-altering changes in life. I had lost a sibling at a very young age in a tragic car accident. I had lost a parent along the way. I had left my home country and everyone that I was and everything that I was familiar with. When I left Canada and moved to the United States, I had also navigated a divorce with a very small child. I had really endured some big stuff, but this one, anticipating my child leaving and going off to college, shook me to my core. Partway through my son's junior year of high school, I realized that as much as I wanted to avoid thinking about it, I was truly staring right down the barrel of massive change. Completely committed to pushing it down and out of my awareness, I was backed up against a wall. And I was really forced to acknowledge that I personally was a slow bubbling pot of fear and terror. If the quasi panic attack that I had at my son's high school graduation wasn't a dead giveaway, I don't know what was. I had zero control over where this train was going. I knew it was heading to Syracuse and Syracuse University, but I had no idea where that would leave me. The most important part of my life this amazing being that was just so front and center in my life was going off to explore the world. But for some reason, I was reluctant to give myself permission to do the same. And through consistent exposure and practice with consciousness tools, I was able to put my own narratives under a microscope. And folks, that's not an easy process. And if you're going through that right now, you know that you are in the trenches of it. But when you, when you undertake something like that in the midst of big change, it pays huge, huge dividends. So I put these story, stories, the narratives, everything under the microscope and began the process of clearing out the voices of limitation. The voices that were telling me that being alone and without my son would destroy me, that coming home to an empty house at night would be unbearable. But I learned in all of this that I needed to start asking some pretty quick, critical, really, really, really life-altering questions that I wasn't willing to ask before. One of the questions through the practice of consciousness that I learned that I could ask is, in the midst of all this change, what is truly right about all of this? So as opposed to focusing my attention on what was wrong with this situation, I could actually shift into a place of gratitude for the change that was occurring right before my eyes. 
So what is right about all of this that seems so painful and dark right now? And by simply being willing to ask the question, be the energy of the question, I could start to embrace the unknown, the not yet determined, and the not yet defined. So my daily practice in the wake of what seemed to be paralyzing change was to ask this very simple question as well. What else is possible? What else is possible? So I asked, what is right about this? And then I asked, what else is possible? And folks, I have to tell you, as I asked this very generic yet door-opening question, each day in the middle of this massive change, something new, something different unfolded. And that, my friends, is my wish for you. That in the shadows of any change that you're going through right now, I want you to find the courage to ask the question. Because when you ask the question, you become the invitation to something different, something beyond the limitation of where you are today. And you, I know, will gain access to places within you that you didn't even know existed. On that note, this is a really, really beautiful place for me to introduce to you one of my favorite beings on the planet, my dear friend and colleague, Amy Mullins. Let me give you a little bit of information about Amy and who she is. She's our guest on the launch episode of A New You today. Amy is a certified life coach. She uses a holistic approach to healing. She resides here in the metro Detroit area, and she's dedicated to helping youths and adults create a life that promotes emotional wellness through social and emotional learning. She very carefully and mindfully crafts programs for parents who seek to have a better understanding of themselves and their children, and she works directly with at-risk youth (laughs) flip that one, providing integrative tools that encourage a healthy mindset. She is a bomb, a force to reckon with in her work. And Amy's energy is just contagious. And I'm so excited to have her on the show with me today. She will open up her mouth and you will feel all of this light with a bunch of Southern charm because you're going to love her accent and you're going to love what she does with people and what she's brought to this planet. Amy's the founder of Discover You First. Discover You First is, 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 a, is a service that she provides to people, individual and group consultation, where she can offer her clients years and years and years of wisdom and training just from being the parent of two adult children, some of her own personal experiences, and 10 years of life coaching. And then in this whole package that she delivers to people, she provides a valuable support system that, that can cultivate transformation, innovation, empowerment, and motivation. Amy, I am beyond thrilled to have you here with me by my side today as we launch a new you. And I have spent many years watching you develop the new you that's present in this conversation today. So thank you. I'm honored to have you beside me. Welcome. Hey, Liz, how are you doing? Beyond thrilled. How are you? Beyond grateful to be here. And I really appreciate you having me on your show. I'm so excited. Love your energy. You are just, you're magical. Okay, let's get started. Let's dig in and let's really just kind of get to the meat of this change thing. 
Okay. Yeah, Cause I know it. that you've endured a lot of change in your life. Um, I've known you for many years. I've watched a lot of this change unfold. Yeah. We've watched a lot of it in each other unfold and I've, I've watched you grow through it. And so if you can, Amy, share with our listeners maybe just some awarenesses that you have at this point in your life around some of the most life-altering changes that you've endured. So some of the biggest changes that you've gone through, and then how are you able to embrace them and maybe even create something bigger, greater from them? Yeah, sure. So this goes obviously way back into my childhood, right? Um, Which I think we all can we have our own experiences and our own stories and they all matter. Um, and so believing at one point I had to, to realize that I mattered. And so I do come from an abusive past and within that obviously came into abusive relationships and, and my parenting strategies were, were not where they should have been right. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, so within that, I learned how to navigate through a significant trauma in my life where at the age of 14, my son who is 24 now had um, he was diagnosed with, with type one diabetes. And then a few days later, uh, my ex-husband at the time, uh, my husband at the time had a stroke at age 43 and went into a coma. Yeah. So it was pretty life altering for me. Those two things happening back to back. We had just previously lost everything before that um, due to a job loss. And so I tend to think things happen in threes for me. And that's certainly, uh, certainly what happened. And I spent the next six months taking care of two very important people in my life. And my young daughter at the time was really placed on the back burner and she wasn't able to receive, you know, what, what was necessary for her. So when, when those tragedies happen, I made it a point when all of it was over to seek out healing for myself, I had to have a change happen. It had to happen or I would stay stuck right where I was and thinking that this was my life. This is how life was supposed to be for me. And it wasn't. And I knew that there was, there was just a knowing that I had inside of me that it, it was time to, to move forward. But how, Liz, how was I going to do that? I didn't have any tools. I didn't know what to do, where to go. So I started to search I started to search and that search led me to meeting a beautiful soul, um, Mary Morrissey, who was out of um, L.A. And I heard her speak and I really felt like she well, she was she was speaking right to me. And with that, there was change. And it happened right there in the seat watching her. It was an explosion. An explosion. I love the way you describe that, that that again is consistent with the magic of you that I'm aware of because I've watched these explosions happen over the years. Amy, you are, you're an incredible light and just sitting beside you having this conversation. It's just so, so, so dynamic. Okay. So here's what we're going to need to do. We're going to need to take a quick break. It's just, it's a hard conversation to pull away from, but when we come back, we're going to dig in a little bit deeper. We're going to pull back some layers. We're going to go into more of your story and what you do. Folks, you're listening to A New You with Liz Tupling and Amy Mullins on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. If you're vibing on what you're hearing today, I invite you to connect with us. 
drop me a line at elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com or visit my site at mysoulgrowth.com. And Amy, very quickly before break here, how can listeners connect with you? Yeah, they can drop me a line through my e uh, through my email at discoveryoufirst. That's discoveryou, the number one ST at gmail.com. And currently my website is under construction, but uh, that should be up in about a week. Super. Awesome. Great. Let's take a quick break. Be back soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest today, Amy Mullins. Amy, before the break, we were talking a lot about your personal journey and just some of the things that you had gone through, pretty traumatic stuff. But also we were talking about, you know, how you were able to glean some some points of positivity and in those connection points that you found, um, really just kind of make make your way. Like, so tell the yeah. listeners a little bit more about these these things that you experienced um, and also, you know, tie in your knowledge as a life coach, like what your awarenesses are about how these changes affected you and then how you thrive through them. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great uh, question there. My life changed dramatically, exponentially when I tapped into this knowing that I had. And when I heard Mary Morrissey talking, I felt like she was directly speaking to me. And from there, 
one thing after another started happening in my life, which has literally led me up to this point in time right here with you on your show. So it's, it's been an incredible ride. It's been an incredible journey in learning all of these lessons through that. It had all of that not happened to me. I can be in question about that. Would I be where I am right now? Probably not. I wouldn't be the strong um, strong person, kind of got a boner for myself about this these days, but you know, I just, hysterical. <laughs> I just really like me today. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that everything that happened to me happened. It happened for me. It really happened for me. And when you're in those trenches that you talked about earlier, you can't see that in the moment, right? Because you're feeling all these really crazy emotions, but you know, to be able to have the awareness, to be in the way, the awareness you can say, this is really happening for me. It's just annoying. So Amy, I love the way you just framed that. This is happening for me. So, so here's, here's the gift right there to a listener. So, you know, someone who's listening right now, that's going through huge change. And if they can frame it that way, if they can frame it just the way you just said it, it happened for me. What can they get out of that? You know, if they can frame it, this is happening for me. What can they shift out of? Well, they can shift out of despair. They can shift out of confusion um, and really uh, a new you. That is exactly what they're going to get out of that. They will experience change in massive and dramatic ways. It will alter their lives forever. And then you can go out and be a better contribution to the world with all of that, as well as yourself. Yeah. So, so on that topic of framing things, you know, so people attach meaning Mm-hmm. right to change so they look at it like oh like this is bad this is negative again sure. why did this happen to me um a lot of times and this is maybe just the way we are as a society we don't look at change as an opportunity um unless we really really kind of mindfully practice that yeah um why do people attach the particular meanings to the event that they that they do because they do assign a meaning mm-hmm. to that change yeah. But tell me from your experience as a life coach and the work that you do, why, why do people attach some of these meanings to change? Yeah, so this, some of, these are some of the tools that I use, Liz, um, when I coach folks, and especially for myself. Because if I'm not working on me and constantly changing, then how am I able to really con- contribute you know, to others, to my business, to be of service? So one of those is to really become aware of what I have learned the, called the models of reality. These are, um, it's okay to look at things differently. And I don't know that a lot of people know that that's okay. And we're stuck in, you know, these belief systems and mostly coming down from generation to generation. You know, well, my mom taught me this. And so this must be truth, right? Is that true? You know, if it's not working for you, then yeah. it's time to, to find something, a tool or whatever works best for you to be able to let that go because it's no longer of service to you. But if that belief is working for you, hey, by all means, hang on to that shit and, and just take it, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, as long as it's helping you be your best self and be you know, a positive contributor you know, to those out in the world. So, so this, you, you raise this beautiful point because I feel like, and I see this with clients when, when you challenge folks to let go of some of those transgenerational, those ancestral legacy beliefs, there's tons of them, um, particularly about change, 
you know, um, whether we're denying that we're the creator of it, mm-hmm. um, we need to be the victim of it. Whatever the, the story is that your parents told you, their parents and their parents and their parents, letting go of that sometimes kind of seems like a betrayal, right? Oh. So people hold on to that and they kind of go, wow, if I really let go of the story, then I betray my ancestors, you know, and then I'm stepping out on what my ancestors believe. Do you ever run up against that with clients, with people that you work with, that you know, there's some perception that they're betraying the ancestors when they let go of some of this stuff? Yeah, um, I actually just ran into this about three days ago. I was talking with a friend of mine and, and we were talking about this very subject and she literally said, but you know, this is what my mom said and, and I, it, it's going to be very disrespectful if wow. I don't carry, you know, continue to carry this out. and. You know, at that point, I was like, okay, so this is, this is really real. Like, yeah, stuff is right? real. And it's so subconscious, right? This isn't necessarily a conscious awareness. The majority of the time, this no. is the underlying yeah. stuff yeah. that's going on. And it's just become habitual for us and become a heavy belief. And this is how we're, you know, your, emo- your thoughts are connect- connected to your emotions and your emotions are connected to your behavior, yeah. And so when we act that out, that's really coming from that thought process. So it's that unconscious mm-hmm. transmission right. of all of these points of view. And then they just get embedded in the person, right? And then they just carry them around. And we're so unaware. And if we aren't using really great tools and different tools work for different people, right? So if we can use, utilize different tools, do the research, figure out what works best for you to help you be an extraordinary human living consciously. Right. So Amy, maybe you could share with some of the listeners, some the tips that you give clients when, when they're stuck and they're not choosing and they're living in the blind spot and they identify and connect with the blind spot. When I say identify, they become, you know, the blind spot. So share some, some tips, if, if you will, that you, you know, you work with clients on like, Give us a couple, a couple little pearls here. Yeah, sure, sure. I, the one near and dear to my heart is, like I said earlier, to become aware of our models of reality, uh, areas of balance, what I call them, in our friendships, our love relationships, our finances. That's a big, big one. You know, our finances, our relationship with money, you know, what we believe about that, uh, our quality of life, health, our emotional life, uh, our spiritual life. Um, our life vision and our purpose. So these are some areas of balance, I call them, that we can really tap into and be in question about it and start to bring to the surface these um, these models of reality that, that have been created for us over time. So let's, let's take one of those examples that you just gave us. Um, let's go with money for a second. Somebody just got hit right upside the head with a massive change in yeah. money. You know, they were making great money and fabulous money. Everything was sweet. Everything was great. And then they lost their job. Mm. Okay. Um, there's, there's, yeah, the well is dry. So how do you, how do you coach someone through a, a massive change like that? Like, how do you help them really review or at least uh, get some insight into the reframe? Sure. Reframing that. Um, definitely look at the vocabulary you know, that we're using um, to, to identify with, right? So this is about our identity that's been created. And so we want to look at any kind of resistance to change 
that's happening? Um, what emotions do you have that are connected to this? And so just kind of going down a bullet point list, if you will, and creating the space for that person to evolve and to become aware in allowing them, the, like I said, the space and the time to get to know themselves. This is discover you first, right? So what I heard you just say is yeah. take the opportunity, mm-hmm. take the what feels like a major, major storm of crap. Life altering. Right. And find the opportunity in it. There is opportunity in everything, beauty in everything. Even, even when you're in those trenches where you feel that, where do I go next? What's next? What are the fears that I'm facing? bring that stuff to the surface. What excuses am I making? You know, their excuses are, are a big one for you, for me. I don't think any of us escape things like that, right? That's mm-hmm. the brain's natural defense of trying to bring things back into balance. So when we have those excuses pop up, let's, let's be in question about it. Well, why am I making this excuse? What is, what does that mean to me? So fear of the unknown um, folks, that is a showstopper. You know, not knowing what's on the other side and, and it's just straight up fear, fear of failure. You know, there's all kinds of things. And, and when somebody does lose their job, they lose everything that they have. And I've been there. We lost. We lo- I say we lost everything, but let me, let me be in question Let's about that. Let's do a reframe on that. Let's do yeah. a reframe on that. Did I actually lose everything? No, I did not. Truth, you didn't. I did not. Yeah. But that was a belief system until three seconds ago that I had, (laughs) right? So just being able to be really aware. Yeah. How do, how do you find that, that, you know, when your clients and and we all do this, we listen to kind of the narrative of other people Mm -hmm. and their narrative informs our narrative. And then all of a sudden we take on the definitions of, you know, loss when, when really there is that opportunity for gain, but we don't see it that way because everyone's talking to us about how huge this loss is. How do you work with clients and what is your, again, what is your message to them when, well, when they're perceiving it, you know, through the lens of other people as the loss, the loss, the loss, but really there's big gain. What, what's your message? Those to other clients? perspectives. That's a, that's a humdinger, isn't it? That's yeah, a lovely so gonna, one. I'd like yep. to read a quote from Steve Jobs, if you're cool with that. Love it. Do it. He says, everything around you that you call life was made up by people no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. Once you learn that, you will never be the same again. Girl, that's some juice. That's some juice. Some juicy juice, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that really says it all. Yeah. You get to be in question. You get to change. You you get to be in choice and possibility all the time. You get to choose. Right. Right. But how do you question it? What? How? How do you do that? You find really great resources. Don't ever stop learning. Always be teachable. Mm-hmm. Always be coachable. Um, yeah. We create situations in our head with our thoughts that have not even happened yet. So why do people do that? I'm really curious because, I mean, you could catch yourself in any given day doing that 50 times over again, the what ifs, and I need to be prepared, and I got to think about all the variables, and I got to front end load it all so I'm ready for it when it happens. You know, I mean, we're wired. Yeah, it's all fear based. What if, what if, could have, should have, would have, if I hadn't done it that way, that's staying in the past or if we stay too much in the future. So 
where where are we here in the present, in the now? And I know that sounds kind of cliche, like we've heard that so, so much, but take it there for a second. Just like close your eyes and just think, I am here right now. This is such a beautiful moment. And the takeaways that I'm going to, to walk away when I leave here are going to be amazing. And I'm going to take some of the new things that we've talked about here. And, and is this going to work for me? Is this something that's going to help me? Mm-hmm. You know, you'll do the same. That's how you and I roll now. You know, we, we just have this different outlook than, than what we had seven, eight years ago, even. Well, it's, it's the evolving Yes. Right. So, yeah. And and I think when people are in the middle of change and change is right there in front of them. And and like we said, you know, there's so much meaning that we attach to it, negative, positive, whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. I think what you're saying is and I sense that this is what you do with clients. This is how you show up with them. I don't I don't I don't sense that you give them a lot of wiggle room to go right into the old story and sit there for too long. Am I off on that? Not at all. There's, there's no bullshit when, when we come into a session and definitely a, a lot of empathy and, and things like that. But um, yeah, we're going to get to the root. Yeah. 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 And when they want to stay there, when they want to just dig their feet in and they want to hold on to the old scripts, what are you saying? I'm looking at your face right now. Like she's got that shitty and grit on her face, folks. But, but what do you say when you're, when you're calling them out, when you say great story, however, I'm not buying it. (laughs) I'm not buying it. So why do you feel that way? Why are you thinking that way? Let's go there. Let's tap into that. Take all the time you need. Take all the time you need. Take all the time you need. Yeah. Cause I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a little something that my son has said to me for a long time. And I um, try not to get a little emotional about this. He's a great human being. He is a beautiful human being. Yeah. Yep. He said, mom, have you ever noticed? He said, if we continue to do the same things over and over again, and this is a quote that's been around for a minute, but for him to be a teenager at the time and, and quote this to me um, and expect a different result. You just, he said, you just keep doing the same things. It's like you're on a merry-go-round and you think that, you know, you, it's going to end up, you know, with a different result. He said, don't you think you're kind of insane to keep thinking that? Wow. There's some wisdom. There is a lot of wisdom in that. I thought, oh my God, that has so much power to that, mm-hmm. you know, and I really um, appreciated that. And I think we can all kind of look at that. If we keep going around doing the same, same stuff over and over, thinking the same ways, these models of reality that we've, we've created, um, if, if we keep using them over and over again and we think change is going to happen, folks, I can guarantee you it's not going to right. change. It is not going to be on the horizon. Will not yeah. happen for you. Out of the mouths of babes, that is a beautiful, right? beautiful piece of wisdom that, you're, that your son imparted. Kids can be our greatest teachers. Um, yes. And you know what? They come at us with truth. Mm-hmm. They really right? do because they, to a certain age, they really don't have a lot of filters. Yeah. And, when, um, and that's the beauty of kids. You know, without the filters, they're just living the truth. They're mm-hmm. just being the energy of truth. And that's how they come at us. And that's how they, um, that's how they stretch us mm-hmm. as their parents. Yeah. Yeah. And we as parents, it's do as I say, not as I do most of the time. And it's very unfortunate that another model of reality that we've been taught that this is just how it goes. I'm the adult, you're the kid, and you don't get to have a voice. Mm. Okay. So, yes. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful. Yeah, and I love the work that you do with your clients. Discover You First is really just, it's an amazing format for people to just tap into and through their work with you, really discover, um, you know, what is available from within. Right. You know, and let go of the scripts, Mm -hmm. let go of some of these, and I'm going to be a little bold and, and I'm not calling anyone out in particular, but it's just that as a culture, we can really get stuck in victim consciousness that, that, li- that life is happening to me, right? Against us. And against us. And I love the work that, that Discover You First and you do mm-hmm. with people and in shifting them out of that space, empowering them to, to really know that they are the creator of their own reality. I love this terminology model of realities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty powerful, and the liberation that comes comes from it is just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you are a true, true joy. But just just vibing on this dialogue. Thank you so much. We are uh, about to take another little bit of a break here. Uh, go to commercial. When we come back, there's more to follow on on navigating change from from a space of consciousness. Um, navigating choice from a space of consciousness and being willing um, to carve out the change that you've always resisted. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back, but you right now are listening to a new you with myself, Liz Tupling and my guest, Amy Mullins, more to follow after break. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided spirit conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time. 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. Welcome back. You're here with Liz Tupling and Amy Mullins on A New You. 
knee deep in a really rich discussion on change. Um, before the break, Amy, we were talking about, you know, some of the the pearls that you share with clients in in their journeys in navigating difficult and stressful change. And you were uh, sharing, a, you and you did share a beautiful quote from Steve Jobs, totally inspiring. And I really hope that the listeners, maybe you're even able to jot it down or just capture it, uh, just be with it for a second. But I want to continue this conversation. It's um, so helpful and, and imparts a lot of wisdom to people. Um, how you work with people in, again, um, some of the steps, some of the um, helping them navigate the blind spots, helping them move forward out of the eye of the storm. Tell us a little bit more about that, what you do. Yeah, yeah, happy to do so. So again, going back to the models of reality, we touch on that um, to begin with, because a lot of people, they're not even really aware of what that means. So we do a lot of defining Right. A lot of defining uh, of a a new vocabulary that's that's now come into their space and then um, understanding emotions. I mean, how many emotions are really out there? And a lot of times you could be having five different emotions feeling like it's at the same time. So let's define those. Let's becoming aware. It's really about becoming self-aware, discovering you. And then we also will touch on um, forgiveness. That's a big one. It was a big one for me. Uh, It still challenges me at different times. Uh, And so there's a a thing that I do. You you do the prep work with that. Um, We talk about, you know, who it is, right, or what it is. Then we focus briefly on what happened and we actually feel it. And then we move into love with it. That's a huge transformation. That's a huge change for somebody. Um, and, And to see those lessons through all of that. So forgiveness is, is a really a big tool. So, so let me ask you something about forgiveness, because mm-hmm. in many different circles, um, you know, that, that one has different meanings, different people, different. So there's different capacities or awarenesses yeah. around forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. What is your opinion when you're working with people? I'll give you a scenario. Someone says to you, Amy, there's no damn way I'm forgiven for any of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in a crisis point or at a crisis point in my life, I'm aware that someone around me contributed to this crisis is at the root of this crisis, but there's no damn way I'm forgiving them. Mm -hmm. It's just not important to me. What do you do with that? Where do you go with that? Well, that's, that's the resistance that we often meet with, uh, with coaching my clients. And I'm sure as well with you, you know, with your patients. And I think timing is a big one with that and be able as, as the coach, as the therapist, we kind of want to sit with that with them and and challenge them bits and pieces at a time. Right. Because when they're really ready, because it's, it's a decision. Yeah. But challenge them a little bit. And I'm telling you when they're really ready, because it is their choice, it is absolutely their choice, but we can challenge them a little bit. And I will, I will challenge you, you know, to become aware of it. And then as we progress, it yeah. will happen. It yeah. absolutely will happen. But I've been there and I've been there many times right. over. There is no freaking way. Yep. I Hell no to the hell no. I am not yeah. forgiving. They hurt me. They, I, I felt like they punished me, like whatever it might be. So, so this is a kind of a, we're going to pull back a layer here because yep. we're going into maybe a deeper territory. So check this one out. Maybe it isn't all that uh, about, you know, maybe it's not so much wrapped up in the forgiveness of it all. 
Could it be in just the letting go of it? The letting go, the resistance. Yeah. It's about, yeah. you know, being... So it's it's not a requirement that we say, I forgive you. But not for the other person. Not no. for the other person. Exactly. For, for you. I let go for me for so that, me. yeah, I don't carry it around. It, it always comes back to the me. Yep. Discover you. Discover yeah. who you will so you can become a new you. Like it, it just, it just flows and, you know, they're different. You, you have to drop the judgments of yourself as well through all of that. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. When we sit in judgment of ourselves as well, um, you know, getting to the root of things, things will pop up. Um, yeah. And, and then we want to mind screw it to death, right? We just want to, we want it to go. Because oh, that's so much right? fun. <laughs> oh, so much fun. Yeah, get right? way up in the head. Right. Go around and around. It is, it, you are on the, the hamster wheel of, of craziness you've hit crazy town when you when we do that how do you people when you're coaching people amy how do you take people off the wheel like how do you how do you escort them ever so gently yeah. or not <laughs> or not how do you yank them off no right. how do you escort them off the my wheel, mom amy? just called me a bulldozer the other Did day she? <laughs> with how i handled the situation but she said it with love thanks mom thanks mom yeah um you bring them back to center you know, and, and different ways of doing that. It's, I really try to meet that person where they are in that moment. Mm, beautiful. It's very different for, for everybody. And it's not about um, me. It's about them, right? Yeah. It's about them and their, their journey. Yeah. So I step outside of whatever I've got going on, right? And I meet them where they are and try to pull them back to center with different tools, different techniques. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a really it cool process. Really cool. Yeah, it's exciting. And even just watching you describe it, you know, you 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 just you light up, and and obviously the listener can't see that, but I, I sense that it comes through in the way you even talk about your work because you do you bring a lot of lightness to what you do with clients. You bring a lot of joy, which is inspiring when somebody's going through horrific change, especially if it's change that they didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. You know, that beam of light comes in. And that beam of light being you, and it takes people to different places that they couldn't imagine. So, Amy, I really want to thank you so much for just being present on so many different levels today with myself, with the new you listeners, and sharing your story, sharing the journey. You know, you've given folks some great takeaways as to how they can move through difficult change and just come out the other side. Um, and they're coming out the other side, I sense, when you work with them and when you inspire them, they're coming out the other side thriving, not yes. just surviving. So yes. grateful for you, grateful for Thank your you light. Thank you so much. What a pleasure and a joy. Grateful for your light and inspiration. Yeah. yeah. So to you, our listeners today, here's a bit of a call to action. When you're bumping up against what feels like impossible and overwhelming change, and you're in the middle of the shitstorms of life, Be open and be willing to choose something different and be something different. And for God's sakes, just ask the questions. Change, remember, and this is going to sound like a little bit of a staggering comment or suggestion. When you're in the middle of it, it feels like the world is coming down on you. But remember this, it's simply an opportunity to get our attention. It's simply an opportunity to wake us up a little bit. So where we go off the grid with this is when we stay in the content of the story of our reaction to the change, okay? So where you're setting up shop, you're getting stuck in it. This is where 
we have a difficult time getting through to the other side where we're thriving. So, you know that old expression, folks, it's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, don't. Don't. Because you'll cause yourself to spend endless hours, days, months, and years recycling it, reliving it, and locking it into your very being. And there's a ton of research that has been done in the last 20 years about what that means for physical bodies. You know, and, and we know that when we lock stories into physical bodies, we start operating from this story and choosing from this story. Hence your new reality, not necessarily your new you. So you lock an old outdated story in and by golly, you will recreate from it, bring the same type of people in, bring the same type of crap in and wonder why nothing has changed, right? Because you're living from an old script. So I encourage you to ask the questions, be the questions and unlock the story because when you recycle it and you relive it and you're stuck, it's, it's not a lot of fun. It doesn't take you to new places. So here's what I'm going to encourage you to do, a new you listeners. Consider asking any one or all five of these questions, okay? Number one, think about this question. Think about even asking it. Because in the middle of the storm, in the middle of that place that you want to ascribe a bunch of negative meaning, I want you to flip it and say and ask yourself, what is right about all of this? What is right about all of this? Again, we talked about how you're potentially going to go to what's wrong with this, but ask, what is right about this? Number two, ask yourself, what else is possible? And what could come of this that I've never even considered? What could come of this change that I've never even considered? Number three, what am I unwilling to acknowledge in all of this change that if I were to acknowledge it could actually create freedom? That one's a mind bender for a lot of people, but you'll be surprised at what you'll become aware of. What am I unwilling to acknowledge in all of this that if I were to acknowledge it could actually create freedom? And number four, what could I choose right now that I've never been willing to choose? Yeah, it's, that's some juice, right? Amy's smiling. What could I choose that I've never been willing to choose? All right. And lastly, number five. It's a whammy. It's simple. It's really simple. But how does it get better than this? Yeah. And this one, my friends, is the million-dollar door opener. Why? Because when you ask this question, you become the invitation to something different and something greater, something that stretches beyond the ceilings and the limitations under which you've been living. So you alter your frequency. Okay, so if you were if you were a plane and you were flying at 15,000 feet, you ask this question, how does it get better than this? And you take your altitude up to 30,000 pretty quickly. You elevate your frequency because what you're saying to the universe is, I'm open. I'm open. Deliver, bring, I'll receive it. Okay, because I'm in a story right now. The story is a story of limitation. I'm thinking that everything's going bad. It's not going the way I wanted it to go. It's, it's not going the way I planned. I was trying to control it right to the end, and I lost control. And I'm, I can't even, my hands aren't on the wheel anymore. So if you ask this question, 
how does it get better than this? I guarantee you within minutes or hours, the universe will show you, yes, it will put on your lap a beautiful, beautiful explosion in the best possible way of how things can get better. All right. So you want to align with that energy because right there in that 30,000 feet that I just spoke of is, is endless possibility. It exists right, exists right there, right there. So my friends, I am so thrilled that you joined us today and that you're willing to possibly be the question And I encourage you to stay in that space, to know that throughout all of this, you have a roadmap for change. And that's the goal here at A New You. And Amy, I cannot thank you enough for this conversation, for everything that you shared with us and just your joy and your light and, you know, what you bring to people. Thank you. Thanks so much, Liz. Thanks yeah. for having me. And keep living in the possibilities, girl. Yeah. Keep doing it. Rocking it out. You are. You <laughs> are. You are a true, true, true inspiration to us all. So again, friends, I want you to ask these questions. I don't want you to get way up in your head. I don't want you to be searching and searching and searching. Ask these questions just like Amy does. I do. It's we. This is a practice that we maintain daily. It's not over. It'll continue until we're out of these bodies, the works in progress, right? And so don't search, don't search, just be willing to be the answer. And what does that mean? Allow the awareness to come in, just invite it, just choose it. Take the pressure off yourself. Please create the ease in your life, put an end to the constant seeking and maybe just for the first time in your life, make being the priority, not the seeking. Well, a new you friends, it's been a total joy spending this last hour with you. And I'm beyond grateful that you shared some of your day with us. Amy, thanks again for your contribution to the kickoff show. And until next time, my friends, make each new day a creation of a new you. I'm Liz Tupling, and this is a new you on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. A New You with Liz Tupling can be heard every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a life-changing week.